0: building an indie business in the center of venture capital i am alex edmonds also known as supreme romham on the internet and this is the building an indie business podcast okay so today we're going to discuss how to find people to interview for your podcast um there's five ways you can start with friends use the open podcast forum um, places where guests will advertise themselves, um, cold email or DM, uh, in person, and an open call. So I'm going to be discussing like the benefits of each issue and or each idea, and the problems that you might run into with each of them. Okay, so let's get started. Start with friends. What's great about starting with friends is you get the feel. Of interviewing without the pressure of interviewing someone so like my interview with Brennan it didn't really feel like an interview it just felt like him and I were talking and there was a recording on or it was being recorded right okay so with your friends they are less likely to say no than a stranger because you know them You've built a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, Your friends might approach you if they have something to promote. So with my interview with Brennan, um, I didn't approach him to interview him. He he said on Open Podcast, he was like, hey, can uh, someone interview me? And I was like, yeah, because I was right in the middle of writing an article about interviewing, but I didn't have an experience, and I wanted the experience of interviewing to write the article. So yeah, he approached me, and that was great. So if your your friends know you have a podcast, they might ask you, hey, can I come on and talk about my, I don't know, my blog. So yeah, that's a great thing. Problems. Um, You might run into some problems. One of them is that Your group of friends might not have an incentive to be a guest or nothing to promote. So let's say you have a true crime podcast. Um, Your friend with a blog about, um, I don't know, finance might not have an incentive to come on your true crime podcast. Okay. Um, The final problem that you might run into is scheduling. Um, If you want to do the interview in person... Um, It might be difficult to meet up and record in person, but there's always, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, remote interviews, so that's something. Okay, the Open Podcast Forum. So, on the Open Podcast Forum, there is a section of the forum where people can say, hey, I'm looking for a guest. I'm looking to be a guest Um, I think it's called the Host Guest Exchange and the benefits of the part of Open Podcast is that you can find people with similar incentives so you can find someone that wants to be a guest and you don't have to sell them on on the idea of being a guest and you have a pool of people that want to be a guest as a host so that's cool. And then, when you post on the forum, that post gets promoted. You get more eyeballs for free. So you get your post in the Open Podcast newsletter, and um, the curator of the Open Podcast Twitter account, I don't know who that is, but he will tweet out your post to get more eyeballs on it, and that's things that, you don't have to do and you might run into someone who or someone might not be in the, your network but in the open podcast network and they might be willing to be a podcast guest so open podcast has access to people that you don't have access to and that is a good thing because it casts a wider net okay um also posting on the forum is an automated process. It's one and done. Um, If you were to do like something else, if you have to look for when you're looking for friends or you're posting on social media or DMing someone, you have to do that multiple times. With um, the open podcast form, you post it once and every new member is an opportunity for a guest um, to be on your podcast. So that's cool. It's a recurring resource as well because as people grow into the forum, that's more opportunities. And yeah, with, uh, with that, it's different from like a social media post because if you post on Twitter, that post only has like a life cycle of maybe 24 hours. Whereas the open podcast forum post will be for many weeks or maybe even months where you might get people talking to you about your forum post so i think that's great yeah um i don't think there are any problems with the open oh one problem with the open podcast forum is that it's a small community right so it might take some time before you find someone to uh be a member of or no be a guest on your podcast Okay, Um, yeah. So places where guests advertise themselves. So there are places that aren't the open podcast forum, like dedicated websites to looking for podcast guests. Um, You could find these websites. I only know of one and it got taken down. Um, So the benefits of this is that you immediately know that these people are willing to be interviewed. You don't have to convince them, right? So, another thing is you might find multiple people to interview, which is great. Um, And these people, they're advertising themselves, right, to be a guest on a podcast. So, that means they'll leave their information to be contacted about being a guest. So, you don't have to, like, look for their information. It's right there. And this is different from other sources of contacting people where you have to look for it like if you uh, I'll talk about that soon okay um the problems with having guests that are like looking in places where the guests advertise themselves is um, these people might lose interest in being a guest so let's say I post on one of these websites and it's four months later, I post to promote my book, and I'm just done with the book, right? Or promoting it, at least, um, at like four months later, let's say. And I'm, I've moved on to writing the second book, and I'm done with the first book. I don't want to go to promote the first book because I'm done with it. I'm on to the second one. So I have no interest in being a guest. I just forgot to take down the post. You could run into that situation the another the last problem that i thought of for um advertising places is interviewing a stranger might be awkward so when you interview friends or like people you know what might happen is that you have a rapport with them so it's not awkward i already said that but yeah so with interviewing a stranger there's no rapport so that interview might get awkward because you don't have Stories about hanging out with each other, which is what I used for my interview with Brennan, right? So, yeah. All right. So, another option is to cold email or cold DM them. And this is how I would get Warren Buffett on my podcast. So, let's say I want Warren Buffett on my podcast. I already said this. So, I could look. Oh, no, never mind. Wait. Yeah. So I could look for his Twitter account or his email, but mm, does this go somewhere? No. Okay. So if I want to find someone to be a guest on the podcast, I would look for people who are preparing to release something, preparing to release a book, preparing to launch their product. And I would look for people who are in the like pre-launch phase, pre-order phase, because that means they're preparing to launch, right? And by the time the episode comes out, maybe, um, they may have launched, right? So, let's say I know someone who's launching a book, and I I... What's the word I was looking for? Sorry. Uh, I, I interview them the next week. I, I interview them next week. And that episode might come out in a month. So by the time their book comes out, um, it'll be ready for people to buy it right away. So that way, you know, people aren't waiting around to like buy the book or my listeners aren't waiting around to buy the book. Yeah. And then when someone is uh, preparing to release something, they're easy to do research on because they either have done more interviews and you could talk to them about that, or you could read their content and then talk to them about their content. They might even look to uh, give you like a free book and you could read it and come up with questions from the book, right? They're they're looking for stuff to promote as well. So, or. Er, they're looking to promote their stuff and get more people to buy it. So when you cold email them or cold DM them, um, they'll be more willing to go on the podcast. And when you want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To get them on your podcast. This is how I would get Warren Buffett on the podcast. So when you want, when you contact them, you want to contact them with an exact agenda. I want, to have you on the podcast to talk about your book. So if I was trying to get Warren Buffett on the podcast, I would say, uh, dear Mr. Buffett, I would like you to come on the Building an Indie Business podcast to talk about your real investment strategy because you always talk about how you do the dividends trading, but there's something else that you do, and I want to know what it is. I wouldn't say that angrily, but yes, that's what I want to know. And so I would say that. And then uh, y- you need to be unique, right? You can't just say, I love your book. So you need to say, yeah, I want to talk about your investment strategy, not like, oh, you have an interesting investment strategy and I would like to hear about it because they can just point you to another interview, right? They, they don't have to go on your podcast. So, you need to be unique. And, um, yeah, you need to be unique. That Being unique and being exact will get you a better chance of having, like, more famous guests. Because famous people are very busy. So, you they're not going to respond to, like, generic um, DMs where you just start out with, hey, you know. I mean, I don't... I don't know. I I'm not famous, so I don't know for sure. All right. So problems with this um, DM email thing. You might not get responses. If I cold email cold DM uh, Warren Buffett, he might not respond because he gets hundreds of emails, and some twenty something, and on a pod ha- wanting him to be on his podcast. It's not priority he doesn't get a lot of benefit from it so he might not respond at all and then with this strategy you need to contact dozens of people because you know Warren Buffett might not respond so I need a backup plan I need to contact uh Ray Dalio or um what's that other guy Howard Marks or the other guys I don't know i can't remember any investment people anymore okay and then it might be hard to get the personal information of the people that you want to contact so i don't know how to get in touch with warren buffett i don't know if he um he's on twitter to be honest he probably isn't because he did this he had this presentation right and it had no styling which i thought was so cool anyways yeah, so I don't know how to get his email. I don't even know if he checks his email, right? So I have to I have to work really hard to get to even talk to him. Yeah. Okay. So the next method is in person. Um and the way you would do in person is meetups, conferences, co-working spaces. And why you want to do these three places is because all of those places, you can find people that are looking to promote stuff, um, their work, not stuff. I don't like using the word stuff, but I constantly use it. Okay. So the benefits of doing the in-person promoting or networking, that's a good word, um, is that when you go to a meetup and you go to a conference, when you go to a co-working space, These are all people that are out of your network. At a meetup, you're looking to meet new people and connect with them. So it's not going to be like people you went to high school with. You might run into people you went to high school with, but there's someone new for you in that space, right? Um, Same thing with conferences. Same thing with co-working spaces. Co-working spaces, well, I think that would work really well. I've never even been in a co-working space, but... You know, those are people building their own stuff sometimes. And so they want the free promotion. So they will go on your podcast. Yeah. Um, another benefit is when you do an in person interview or look for people in person, they're local. So you can meet up with them. I guess they could like come to your office and record the podcast. And. Um, When you need someone local, like when you need a new job, right, you could talk to them because they're now in your network and they might know of someone who's hiring. Yeah, okay. So the problems with doing um, or like looking in person is you need equipment. So you're doing a in-person interview. There's So right now I just have a mic because it's myself. But if I needed to interview someone in person, I would need a mixer and another mic. That's more equipment that I would have to carry around. It's uh, It adds extra, I don't know what to say, like extra responsibility. Yeah, okay. And then you do all these places, right? You go to the meetups. You go to the conferences. You go to the co-working spaces. You talk to people. That's a hassle, right? And then you might not even find someone that fits your podcast audience, right? So um, let's say you have a finance podcast, And you only meet people who are into, um, that's what I was looking for, true crime. And they don't really fit your audience right. And those are the only people you run into. So now you have no one that fits your audience. So you did all that and you got nothing. Yeah. Um, The final problem that I find with in-person looking for people in person is it's not scalable, right? there's not there's not as many especially now there's not as many meetups there's not conferences i don't know if co-working spaces are open that just made this podcast episode not evergreen but okay yeah um open call and so what i mean by open call is y- you tell people you're like hey i'm looking for podcast guests you say it on your podcast Say it on social media. It's an open call for telling people to hit you up, to uh be on the podcast. So, yeah. Um, by doing this, you're letting them come to you. So, if I said on open podcast, um, or on this podcast, the very first thing I said was, Hey, I'm looking for guests. Some people might uh might uh say say, Hey, I wanna be on your podcast and that's work that I don't have to do. Or it's not much work because they're coming to me, which is great. Um, email list. Let's say you have an email list, which if you listen to this and you have a podcast, you should have an email list because I always talk about it, right? So you can add something to your email list. Be like, hey, I'm looking for podcast guests. Put it at the top. Put it in bold. And they might reply because it's so easy. All you have to do is hit the reply button and then type, hey, I would like to be on your podcast then hit reply and it's done okay um yeah this is what happened with brennan i already talked about this but he asked me to interview him which is great and then i need the experience yeah so that's cool and then another benefit which i like is that you get to find out who's listening to your podcast so imagine if i i said hey come on my podcast because i want to interview people And Warren Buffett hits me up. And he's like, hey, I'd like to be on your podcast. I get to find out that Warren Buffett is a listener of BAIB. That's fantastic. And then I ask him, I'd be like, hey, why do you listen to my podcast? And then I find out. And I'm able to use that information to get more billionaires to listen to my podcast. There's no um, downside of doing that, right? So that's cool. And then I feel like you bond with anyone who you've been on a podcast with, because um, I have a great relationship with uh, Brennan, shout out, what's up, Uh, he did the new cover of the podcast, Uh, yeah, so, and I didn't really know him until I interviewed him, and we've been in contact ever since, I talked to him probably at least once a week through video chat, and yeah, uh, I feel like because I interviewed him, we have that relationship. So that's great. And then I interviewed Ross and I talked to him all the time. So yeah, it, those are the two people I interviewed and I have a good relationship with them. I feel like, yeah. So that's great. Um, The problem with the open call is that people might be scared to reach out to you because they think, you know, he's a busy guy, right? He might not see my DM or my email or my reply because he's getting hundreds of requests. And you know what? I'm not. So, if you want me to interview you, reach out. It'll be cool. Um, uh, the next problem is you're only limited to your people in your network. So, when you do the open call, you're only limited to the people that listen to your podcast or people that see it on social media, right? Because it's you reaching out and there's no one else helping you promote it. You might like Brennan might retweet it when I say, hey, I'm looking for guests and his network will then see it. But, you know, um, odds are it's only going to be my network or maybe a little bit out. You know what I mean? So that's a problem. It's just a recurring cycle of people in your network. And then you need to do this repeatedly. I can't just say on one podcast episode, hey, I'm looking for guests. I have to do it three, four, five times to uh, get people to reach out to me. Okay, thank you for listening. That's all I have. Have a nice day.